Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target, are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall Credit Card Bill. You're listening to Happer and Shaper on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Welcome back. More of Happer and Shaper here on 93.7 The Ticket, theticketfm.com. That was good stuff from uh, Sam McEwen of the Omaha World Herald U.S. Specifically about Ron Brown, who just in... uh, in the following of it, it does not seem as if Nebraska is actively courting a running backs coach. Yeah, I've heard nothing about anyone other than Ron Brown being okay. the running backs coach. And then I mean, we could go through it here real quick. I, I yeah. mean, it feels like we're relatively close to Mickey Joseph, wide receiver coach. Yeah. Um, at this point, those are the two that I would be pretty close to putting in with Sharpie. Um, I don't know. I've heard no less than 8 million names for the offensive line. That's the one. Uh, well, uh, offensive coordinator, Including a too. very confusing one where two guys have the same last name and similar first names, but are radically different and also both are offensive line coaches. Wow. So That's a nugget. There's that. Um, I don't even know what you're talking about, yeah, honestly. I, I'm not going to go into it on air as much, but... There's there's been some really interesting offensive coordinator names, you know, through the twenty four seven Sports Network. We've confirmed some people that, uh, to what extent Nebraska's interest is, you never know. Um, but there are, you know, there's at least one guy that that I know Nebraska has talked to that is a long time um, successful offensive coordinator at a sitting Power 5 school right now mm. that has legitimate interest in this. Mm. So if Nebraska goes that route, it would check every box of the go-get-someone-that-has-ran-a-variety-of-offenses that has overwhelming amounts of success. Experience. And he's older, yeah. I mean, he, he would be the oldest person on staff, save for Ron Brown, assuming he becomes the, the coach. Hmm. So... This is fun. This is like finding out who's up yeah, behind the blind I, resume in the NCAA tournament. I don't want to do the thing where I just hand it stuff and people get annoyed because I don't want to say names. But I want to be relatively careful to the people that are helping me gather the information. And I'm not in this to try to just float people's names to get them salary raises. Like, that's not what – because that happens a it lot sure this time of year. Yeah. I know former Nebraska assistants that wanted that to happen for them. I know other coaches that are around – you know, this is – this is a thing that that does, but you know, with two guys and Ron Brown and Mickey Joseph, I feel pretty comfortable yeah. saying at this point it would be an upset if they aren't in the positions of. I mean, wide receiver coach and running back coach. Even just from the tea leaves, those are the most consistent names that have been out there. Yeah. Um, well, and with running back, it's just there's no other name. And then Emmett Johnson is a running back from Minnesota. Ron Brown and Steve Cooper uh, were up there yesterday visiting with him. And um, he more or less gave a quote to me that he very much wants Ron Brown to be the 
the coach. And then he also gave another quote where it was like, and Coach Brown said it's Coach Frost's decision. (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Yeah. So Emmett Johnson, three-star running back for Minnesota, led the state in rushing. He's coming in for an official visit, not this weekend, but next. Well, you would love um, you would love whoever it is at any of these position spots to you know be able to say, oh, well, there's a couple guys who might come along with me. Yeah, that's going to be really tough. Or have relationships currently right. with, but especially that running back room. And that's where, I mean, you're essentially hiring a guy from in-house who hasn't been actively recruiting over the last several years – um, or at least in theory you are. Um, and I don't know what Nebraska's running back room is going to look like next year. I mean, Marvin yeah. Scott's gone. Savion Morrison's gone. Uh, I think there's probably a really good sense in that room about Gabe Irvin, um, just as far as his future prospects are concerned. But that was a pretty serious injury. What does that look like? Do you yep. want to just fully give him the keys right away? What's Marquis step status? And I assume, I guess, that there would be another transfer. Um, Could be. It, it's a tough room to figure out yeah. because if Nebraska moves forward and they want Emmett Johnson, and another thing from yesterday, Ashton Hayes, uh, Tony Tuioti stopped by. Yeah, Ashton Hayes told me he's just ready to sign. He's done. So he's coming in. But he's also one of those guys. Well, they can one do of those, that in two weeks. And one of those body types that, like, if they wanted him to go play wide receiver – he yeah. could do that. He's definitely not an every down back. That that much he doesn't is. strike me that way. But at the same time, if you look at his product, he, I think he's really good. Yeah. I, I think he's actually pretty good. I just don't know yeah. what role he he's fills. more like a. And he's not directly like this, but he could be more like a Maurice Washington change of pace. Use him against linebackers in space, um, though they're not they're not similar exactly in in their profile. I like Ashton Hayes a lot. I'm I'm curious how that one uh, will play out when he gets here. But then, yeah, I mean, you mentioned Ramir Johnson, Gabe Irvin, Marquis Step. So you have those three guys. Jockey Ant. Um, so there's a fourth. Yep. Bring in two freshmen. Like maybe if Step leaves or Yant leaves, you're going into the portal. But I think you kind of have to see how that plays out. But that's true. Yeah. I, I'm glad that Sam brought up Amir Abdullah. Nebraska's had no stability at running back since 2014. None. Catch those springtime vibes all over Arizona. Break out of the winter blues by hitting the water at one of our lake and river parks. Take a hike among the wildflowers. Just make sure to stay on the trails and leave the flowers for the bees. Discover Arizona's best kept secret and visit azstateparks.com amazing to start your springtime adventure. At all. I mean, 15, it, they and just kind of, gave, of they that, gave it to Terrell Newby. Some of that is Ron Brown's recruiting post-Amir Abdullah. Like, he, when he became running backs coach, inherited and a 18 room. 18 was Ozigbo, but they stumbled into it. Right. Yeah. Um, when he became running backs coach, he inherited a room that had Braylon Hurd, Amir Abdullah, Aaron Green, Rex Burkhead. Not bad. Since that point, Nebraska's had one guy get a cup of coffee in the NFL at a position that growing up, I always thought of Nebraska as a, you know, then it was an I. Everyone did. Everyone did. And I would say that among 
and BC had a great story about this yesterday. The record three and nine is jarring. Nebraska's running back production is equally as jarring. Yeah, like take Brandon Jackson for example. Like we yeah. we, we didn't think that much of Brandon Jackson at Nebraska. He was like the fourth guy that year. Right. It was Marlon Lucky. It was Kenny Wilson. It was uh, I always forget who the third person was, but and then um, Brandon Jackson. And he had a nice NFL career. Yeah. Uh, it, it didn't go that well, but he had a fantastic 2006 season. Yeah. And then that gives way to Marlon Lucky in 2007, and then Roy Hallou, then Rex Burkhead, then Amir Abdullah, and then a whole host of sort of They've men. definitely tried a lot of things yes. over the last five years. And yeah. so more than anything... And this is over two coaching staffs. I, You know, we, we talk a lot about quarterback. We talk about offensive philosophy. One thing that would help Nebraska become Nebraska again, or even just serviceable on offense, stability of running back. And so I am a little skeptical, because as good as Ron was in helping Amir Abdullah become Amir Abdullah, he didn't leave the cupboard particularly full for Reggie Davis, who didn't leave the cupboard full at all for Ryan Held, who there's well, the people cupboard in the right cupboard. But yeah. Yeah. And I like Ramir Johnson, I do. Is Ramir Johnson a guy you're going to give 200 carries to in 2022? Well, Probably I, not. weirdly enough, I actually think the two guys, and this is where if you're going to go with Ron, ba- Ron Brown, um, the two guys who have most recently left that room in Savion Morrison and Marvin Scott, they could have most de- they they could have most benefited from yeah. Ron Brown being their running back coach because I think those guys probably had the most potential. Marvin Scott like appeared, ran hard. Yeah. He sort of did what Ramirez Johnson was so did odd. And, in like that he Oklahoma was, he was game. He was very good on Friday. Where you're like, this guy. Yeah. And then now he's in the portal. And like, I think he's going to end up at a group of five school. Like, I could see him at like an FAU or something. But I wouldn't be surprised if we hear that Marvin Scott's like a 800-yard to 1,000-yard rusher for a group of five team. Yeah. I really wouldn't be surprised. I, you could, could have easily gotten Savion Morrison to that point, I think, too. I don't know what's going to happen with him. Like, I... I don't know where he's going to land. And I like Savion a lot. He's one of my favorite quotes from the last. Like, yeah. when you got that guy talking, you could get anything out of him. Um, I think he's going to end up at a Power 5 school, but I just I don't know. I don't know where, and I don't know how it looks. Like, the, he could also end up at a Tulsa and dominate. The, the potential for him was always something that, that jumped off the off the page for me, just yeah. compared to the other guys in the I agree. room. And it, you know, I I think if we're if we're talking about Nebraska having a, which they need, by the way, they they need a, a developer, but there's a limit to how far you could take the guys that you have, given what their skill set is. So they, you know, they yes, they need to work on the guys that they have, and we've been talking about that all year now. It's just become bigger and bigger as a. As a mm-hmm. <laughs> I mean, we could we could have the the minute right now. Hassan Haskins and Blake Corum, oh, you know, so good. those guys are awesome. And yeah. Haskins really had his, I think, coming out party nationally on Saturday. But the the extra yards that they just, you know, that Nebraska leaves out there compared to those guys, it's pretty staggering. And yeah, they need they, Nebraska needs help from their offensive line and stuff like that too. But um, they have to. I don't think they they just haven't gotten the most out of that position, right? And, and that's true, and it's not just his staff. I mean, that was true under Riley. Uh, I was really, really critical of Reggie Davis in almost every facet. Uh, well, I mean, he he was he was kind of the guy overseeing the Ozigbo thing that was 
so weird for the first three three years of his career. Like he would he would show up, be good, and then we wouldn't see him again. You know what I you know what I mean? It was like a it was like Mikael Wilbon on steroids. Which we don't have to do the Mikel Wilbon. Nah, I don't know that he ever showed up and looked good. But <laughs> hey, the BYU game. Yeah, that one like <laughs> the BYU game three yard run that everyone talked about for well, fourteen for, months. For as much as people talked about the Mikel Wilbon thing, Divina Zigbo was like, any time he showed up in a game, it was like this guy. This guy could do. He something. just produced. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, we we're really into it now. But the guy that was never got to be the guy was Trey Bryant. He was actually probably the best running back, or it felt like he was going to be the best running back. And and he would have been. And he unfortunately has old man knees. Yep. And that ended him. Chronic old man knees, I believe is what they called it. Weird medical term. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's official though. Chronic old man knees. So yeah, it's been it's been quite the crapshoot for Nebraska at running back. They need stability there badly. Um and you hope a new running back coach could bring that a little bit to the table. All right, you guys have any thoughts on that? We'd like to hear them, 402-464-5685. We'll come back and round up the hour next. More of Happer and Shaper is coming your way on 93.7 The Ticket and theticketfm.com. Say goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate mega stores, led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.